During such trying times, all of us are thinking about how we could be helpful to people who are in need and are battling this dreadful pandemic on the front line. This is our first podcast and in the same spirit, we would like to cover an amazing story from Kolkata, or better known as the City of Joy, where few individuals have stepped up to bring back the joy to the city of Kolkata. Today we are on deck with Arjama Bakshi, Karnavati Das and Srijini Mukhopadhyay who are part of a student and a youth-led organization, the Kolkata Anti-Covid Belt. They have successfully built a wide network of more than 1,000 individuals working day and night towards verifying Covid and non-Covid leads and resources to help the people who have been affected. On an average day at Kolkata Anti-Covid Belt, they spend a majority of their time gathering details regarding the availability of beds, oxygen cylinders, blood, plasma medicines, alongside a plethora of other things and they help patients and those in need in these trying times. These students have used social media to their advantage and have been operating and helping people of Kolkata since the beginning of COVID. Now let's find out how their journey has been. Uh, so why don't you start off by telling us how you, you know came up with the initiative of the Kolkata anti-COVID belt and uh, how it started. Like, so I have my own organization called Shari Speak and Animit Lairi has his own organization called Cholopaltai and Arsha Garwal is also part of Cholopaltai organization. So when all of this was happening, when it started the second uh, wave, the second strain, uh, we were like, we got on a call and we were like, we need to do something about this situation because it's getting worse and everything is sort of falling apart. So... Uh, we decided that we'll start this initiative and uh, we did a live stream on instagram the three of us and we asked people to you know like volunteer if they want to and i think that is how it started uh it was i think 13th or uh, 14th april uh, when we created the first group and then it just kept on growing I think you have 900 plus volunteers in your organization now, right? But how many did you actually start with? I think there were hardly 20 to 25 people. And then uh, more people started to like approach us and they were like, we also want to help and we also want to volunteer. And uh, then a lot of organizations approached us and they were like, we want to collaborate with you all. So uh, I think that is how we created around five to six groups and uh, like you know the number of volunteers they've grown so eventually um so yeah that is how i think we started okay so you were mentioning about some organizations willing to collaborate with you why don't you tell us more about that yes so uh there uh so there are five to six organizations that approached us and we approached them like it's vice versa so uh, there was my new organization rifle organization um the edu green uh, initiative and um Onubhuti, uh and uh so when we started this we didn't think that uh, we were in the position to collaborate with our organizations given that we did not have the reach uh, to amplify uh, the resources but eventually they also helped us and they were like you know we are calling the hospital as well and it was all in the initial stages stage so they all they used to give us resources and we used to do the same and slowly our team like you know grew and uh, and we started doing fundraisers together and uh, yeah, and it's it's still going on. It's 
still uh, working. So awesome, awesome. Uh, so fundraisers, right? Uh, how, how do you, you know, like actually raise funds, and is it like patient specific? Patient specific. We need to like uh, there's this process. Yeah, we have a team and uh, we verify the documentation. We talk to the hospitals and uh, where they're admitted. And if it's legit, then we go ahead with the fundraisers. We create posters, we amplify it in all our social media platforms and uh, like, you know, ask for help from celebrities. And uh, so far we have been successful, but there are more patients who need financial uh, support. And we are trying our level best uh, to provide them that support celebrities huh sounds interesting so what kind of celebrities have you worked with up until now tollywood actresses and uh, radio jockeys and uh, directors from uh, tollywood so they have been sort of helping us with amplifying our fundraisers and resources and uh, swastika mukherjee is there swastika mukherjee puja banerjee shrijit mukherjee uh, meer so all of them are uh, helping us amplify our fundraisers and we, so far we have been successful but uh, we need more support more amplification then i think swastika mukherjee reposted most of our fundraisers and told you know her two of our fundraisers and told us to don- and told people to donate and then also there was uh, this radio jockey who posted the numbers of our volunteers so that people could reach us so it's not just one i mean they help us a lot and frankly their reach is immense so once they do post it the amount of response we get is it's it's a lot a lot of that's awesome man uh, you know it's great so uh, like uh, you spoke about yourself anumit and another couple of co-founders so did you guys know each other like uh, before uh, you know the covid uh, and covid pandemic came together or were you you know like you mentioned uh, tolo party and then you mentioned uh, your own uh, ngo that is charis speak so were you guys in touch from before or did you like recently come together uh no i knew anumit uh, uh in my first year when when i got into first year of college i got to know about him uh, through one of my friends and uh, arth i knew when i was in class 10 so yeah i i knew both of them before like we started working together they used to do like art used to do model united nations and that is i i was a part of that socket as well calcutta socket so uh, yeah that is how i got to know him and anumit because of that so yeah i knew them way before uh, this started that's amazing so then involved in right so uh, how is how is life uh, for for all of you co-founders and all the volunteers before um, the second wave or before covid started at all um, i mean what were you guys into and what what were you doing uh, other than uh, running the ngos you're part of so like before pandemic i mean as i said before i'm from a teeny tiny town so there's not much we can do here so uh, i was basically just uh, i did theater and i wrote sometimes like articles political stuff and i also just did things around i was never into social work i mean i never did social work actively because i didn't get the chance before and i was uh, i was never a person to go out a lot so it was never like the pandemic didn't like affect my social life but of course it affected my like 
academic life a lot because there was routine before the pandemic started but after the pandemic and during the pandemic I and mean, right now my routine is all like topsy and turvy and i have no idea what i'm doing with my life so yeah that's that and how did your parents react to all of this i mean i mean the good work that you're carrying out uh, what was the first reaction once they saw the type of impact you're making on the community my father was very supportive of me because like he has always been supportive of because he's a single parent he rose me like he grew, like i grew up with him but my mother was hysterical because first of all i was the head so my number was going out on the internet and everyone knows how the internet is so he was hyster- she was hysterical about that and my studies too i mean i've always been so like into extracurricular stuff and everything but studying yeah for me i i mean to be honest i didn't inform my parents at first because i thought that they were going to scream at me because i had too much in my plate already but then after that they got to know because Because they just saw that a person who doesn't get a call ever started getting calls at like seven and then three a.m. in the night, and they were like, "What's happening?" I was like, "Some part of this group calls this Calcutta anti-COVID belt," and their reaction was surprising. They were very supportive, and then you know the next day they started forwarding leads to me, and I was like, "Wow, I was I was not expecting this." And then yeah, I mean, it was a surprise coming from them because I genuinely thought that they were I was just gonna get a screaming because like. Also, the number being out on the internet that was a major concern for my parents too, because like it's literally all over social media, and there are calls twenty four by seven that you know people call us out for leads, and the internet isn't like a safe place for isn't much of a safe place rather. So yeah, that was a concern definitely, but they were really supportive. Yeah, you know, no, my parents already knew that this was going to happen, so they were like. do whatever you want to do we are here just get get some sleep that is all that is one thing i'm not getting and i'm not doing just not getting enough sleep but they're just concerned about that and that is it you guys spoke about you know your parents uh, showing concern to your numbers being out on the internet you, have you had uh, any bad experiences with your numbers being out on the internet yeah i definitely have had some so no i just go on with it because like to be very honest the bad incidents is like 25% of it and the other part of it is so rewarding that at the end of the day it doesn't really it does affect you but not that much so yeah i've had some weird experiences with strangers giving unsolicited opinions and about stuff they shouldn't give opinions about and yeah that was at some point of time i did get affected but after that it became kind of you know i learned how to handle it that's what comes with experience so yeah but like i said that at the, at the end of the day you know there are people who thank you because you provided them with certain leads and that is so rewarding that it kind of rubs off the bad effect that comes with would you like to share a couple of these uh, negative incidents that happened with you to our viewers I mean I had this one instance where a person called me up and he was like uh, he was just uh, he first asked me for leads and then I was like are you the patient's family and then he was like no ma'am I'm a volunteer so I was like okay so can you give, give me the patient details and stuff so he was uh, like he was mumbling when I asked him that and then I think I probably think uh, like he was probably drunk because like he sounded very drunk So and then he was like, "You wanna be friends?" And 
me know like i'd love to talk to you more and you have a very sweet voice and all that like all that kind of thing so that's the only time i got a like a weird call but pali here he has a lot of experiences with weird calls so i'll give pali like i'll let pali talk well yeah i i would say i've had a lot of experience with weird chats there has been you know there have been people who you know they ping me up and you know the thing is that there are so many and there are only unknown numbers in my logs right now so i don't have the option of picking and choosing who i want to talk to and who i don't want to talk to so basically if someone says hi i have to say hi back because i want to know if they want any leads or are they just misleading me call 3 am um, i got your number from the internet and another thing i like to address that is not some, not, not 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 something like this but another thing is that we are looking for leads right we are looking for leads for critical patients so there there's been people who you know i handle the oxygen department so they've told me that i need oxygen for very it's it's very urgent so i've hunted everywhere and i've forwarded the leads in the group and i've provided them with leads and then they said that no i'm just hoarding it because i i just think that my father or my mother would need it you know in the near future so that's one thing just don't do that because i understand your concern but at the same time if you're hoarding the cylinder then someone who might need it you know 5 minutes after you will not get it anymore and that person might just die so just don't do it that's one of the things that's more important than this i think uh, what i was trying to say is that uh, i'm pretty sure because you're running on such a large scale uh, you probably get fraud calls and stuff so how how are you managing and have you you know like encountered maybe scams or maybe a supplier you know took away some money or maybe uh, you had a fake patient call you something like that uh, so basically there are like patients calling us up because there are so many scammers out there who like sort of emotionally manipulate the patient party who like uh, tell the patient party that uh, if you do not give 20000 or 30000 rupees right now we are not going to send the oxygen and your uh, your mother or your sister will die so like yeah. it's really difficult to segregate uh, who is like doing what but you know but it, it's very difficult but we try our level best to filter out the leads and uh, the distributors numbers um so what i said is that you know something uh, which should clearly be pointed out here is the amount of determination that you uh, you your founders and the volunteers have towards helping the patients at the at the time of need and also uh, it clearly shows as to how much uh, the student community has reached and how we can uh, make a, a massive impact on the community without even um, you know breaking the rules or stepping out of the house and i think that is something commendable especially during such times when we actually rise to the occasion and um help people without having to go out to put ourselves at risk yeah that brings us to our uh, to my next question so uh, since there are a lot of scammers out there and you guys have you know experienced uh, a couple of scams how do you actually verify leads uh, i mean what is your process and uh, what are the tips you'd like to give our audience who you know may might try to verify leads on their own or one thing is see the situation right now is such that you know you get a verified lead you know just half an hour before especially when it comes to hospital beds and then after half an hour you just you just forward it to the patient party because you think you just verified it half an hour before and there must be beds available right now right so then you forward it to the patient party but the situation is so bad that you know people are running out of beds in like 10 to 15 minutes 
So one thing that we are saying time and again is that before you give any lead to any patient party, just make sure you've called the number, you've asked them that if they have whatever the requirement is, if it's available, and then forward the lead. Because what happens is that if you forward non-verified leads, the amount of time it takes for the patient party to call up and then you know get rejected, uh, that time could be utilized to call up another number which can actually have the resource. So that's the thing, get numbers from the internet, call the number and ask them or just drop in a text and until unless you get a reply, don't forward it. So you, you said you wanted to go further. So uh, today, uh, how, how do you, you know, what is your process? For CACB, anybody and everybody can join and help. And, uh, you know, so yeah, there is a risk of, uh, you know, invasion of privacy, just like Pali mentioned before, because there's a lot of har harassment that we face on a daily basis. Uh, we cannot really filter that. All we can do is call them out and, uh, you know, take the help of the local police. Uh, so you guys started in the second wave. And uh, of course, let's uh, hope the pandemic ends. What do you see uh, as the future of CAC? I mean, see, COVID is temporary, right? It's not going to stay forever. But uh, like the team we have, it's really precious and obviously we want to serve people and, uh, you know, obviously we won't stop working. We'll obviously do a lot of uh, donation drives and, uh, and fundraisers. But I mean, then again, the future is uncertain. But, I mean, uh, we don't the know the, yeah. Now on the brighter side though, like the cases we get, uh, we get, they they are not always COVID related. Like we get cases, or like we get requirements for non-COVID ICU beds and blood donations for non-COVID patients and medicines. So like we can see it going somewhere like in the public healthcare area. So we can help help that out, help, help there out, I guess. Yeah, and apart from that, even if you know the COVID ends, I mean, there are so many families which will get financially affected. So, you know, maybe we can, the donation drives can be for them because this wave of COVID not only affects, you know, the sociological aspect of the society, but also the economic aspect of the society. So, yeah, that could be one of the most of our, what we really can do. That is so good to hear, man. I mean, honestly, uh, I have a couple of friends who are doing, uh, you know, similar work. And when I spoke to them about their future in, the, uh, in their respective initiatives, they said COVID come. Our jobs are done. But talking to you guys and, you know, hearing that you, you want to continue this and that it's this precious and maybe, you know, some way you want to be, be part of the, uh, you know, community and help it out in, uh, in whichever way you can. That is so good to hear. All right. So I just have one question. Uh, you say that, you know, uh, you're going to be uh, try raising money and help um, financially to all those families who are affected during the COVID times. Any means of that? I mean, are you looking at crowdsourcing or crowdfunding these um, aids or how, how do you plan to do that? So first of all, uh, we have a link tree, so we added there. And then uh, all of us have uh, like social media account handles uh, so we share it there we try to amplify it and tag influencers and celebrities and uh, you know ask our friends to uh, you know share it as much as possible uh, we ask like their parents to like help us out with uh, donations and then we reach out to corporate uh, like you know business uh, sectors and corporate sectors so yeah so that is how I think we get all the fundings and we'll like we amplify it that way. 
So. That's amazing. That's uh, so. Uh, with respect to right now, you said that uh, funds are raised only uh, based on family to family, case to case basis. And how has been? Uh, how has the response been for that um, right now, up until now? It has been amazing. It has been very, very overwhelming because we didn't expect that uh, we'll get this sort of support or uh, like you know the the kindness that people have showed us. It's immense. Okay, and we are so thankful to each and everyone who has who has helped us. You know, uh, you know, in amplifying our uh, fundraisers and resources. And uh, awesome, man. Uh, so, uh, you know, uh, if you have if you have like a, a particular fundraiser going on right now, uh, maybe you know you could talk about it so our viewers can hear and maybe. And there's this kid who needs uh, to get admitted uh, in a school because uh, so his mom is a single mother. and uh, they, like she lost her job and uh, they need a lot of funds uh, so that you know he can con- like the kid can continue his study and then there is uh, another cancer patient that we that we have uh, uh, got so we need like 14 lakh for that i know that it's a huge amount but like uh, even if we can raise 2 lakh or 3 lakh will be like more than enough for the time being and then there is there's this another patient who is uh, suffering from leukemia we are like we are raising funds for uh, covid and cancer patients as well like the links are given in our bios and like you know anybody and everybody can check it out the instagram page calcut anti covid wells you know you should check it out because we post constant updates of all the fundraisers that are going on and also the verified leads are on our, on our stories and the posts and also another thing is And my teammates told me to talk about it. We needed that is donors for blood, and so anyone who's above eighteen and you know they're willing to donate and can donate, please come forward. We really need blood from every blood group you know there is because there are blood requirements and plasma requirements everywhere. About blood, so do you guys are you collaborating with blood banks or you know do uh, find blood uh, for like patient specific? so we don't like we don't handle the blood like the whole process ourselves so we just find donors and uh, when we get requirements we get donors and we also look for the slips and the requirements we have a list basically so we keep verifying donors and we arrange the donors and we arrange their they'll go to the to the location where the donation is needed and that is what we do basically and we also have connections with a few blood banks like there's there's blood mates and we also send them like the requirements when we are out of leave so they they take over the cases so that's basically it you know why don't the three of you tell us about you know given the sneak peek into your day as heads of oxygen and as the head of the entire you know organization and how this entire thing works like the mechanism Yeah, so for me, uh, my number uh, was first, I think, uh, out there on Sherry Speaks uh, post as the oxygen head, and then it got circulated almost everywhere on Facebook, Instagram. So basically, what I do is that I get calls like twenty-four by seven from people who need oxygen cylinders or you know any sort of concentrators, anything. So they call me up, and I basically tell them to ping me on WhatsApp with the location and the requirement. and then if i have the lead i just directly send it to them otherwise we have six bells i think for uh, yeah so i just forward it forward them to the the common bells and also the oxygen bell that i handle and you know 
whoever comes forth with a verified lead which actually works i just forward it to the patient party and then they can call them up and i can't you know like 100% guarantee that they will get it but most of the times they do so that's how it works so it's basically all teamwork even though there's a separate oxygen group the other common bells are also a major help when it comes to this so whoever has a verified lead we just get it and we just forward it to the patient party that's how it works that's like a huge testimony of teamwork that is that is good to hear yeah. yeah so kana but you know why don't you tell us about how your day goes and what yeah. exactly is your role in the organization so uh, i basically get calls as well as texts from uh, patients and patients families and i have a lot of contacts for hospitals like i have a list complete list and as pali said before we always check like twice a day a couple of times a day we call the hospitals up and just check for bed availability so we do that and when i get a personal call or a personal request i try calling the hospitals uh, hospital leads and the contacts i have and if i get a hospital bed for them like if i can manage one for them that's all great and if i fail to do that i just uh, i just uh, you know forward all the requirements as pali does to all our groups and we also have a hospital group a different hospital group so we for i forward it to the groups and then the other members our family they help each other like they help us and everyone so they help us with needs and other stuff we keep verifying until we solve the case basically okay uh, so how and when do you decide that you know you're not able to find the lead and uh, that you should send it to the other five groups you have like a protocol for that or you just do it you know matlab andaaz se i mean uh, yeah there are a few there are a few hospitals like constant hospitals that mostly always has beds okay like general covid beds so i try those first and then according to the requirement of the patient if they if they want like expensive hospitals or like inexpensive hospitals so i go by the requirement and i check that kind of hospitals and after that even if if even then i can't find like any hospital beds for them like their requirements i just forward it to the group it all depends on the requirement of the patient that's great that's great so yeah. arjuna why don't you go on uh, you know tell us about uh, what your role is in the organization and how you go about basically i manage all the groups and uh, i mean uh, also i'm a part of rotaract club of calcutta uvs which is another organization which is working for resourcing and uh, delivering essentials so i'm i'm a part of a lot of organizations and uh, as difficult as it is i mean uh, thanks to uh, pali guy and other team members who are present in our group like because of them the workload is less on me uh, and uh, on onumit and arth and uh, other founders who are there but uh, but yeah i mean basically i manage all the groups it, it works out like that i mean whoever needs anything whoever has any sort of issues i i just uh, you know i just try to solve it and uh, obviously if i need some sort of help i reach out to kanavati and trijoni and they help me out as well so yeah it's all teamwork yeah i yeah it's like a real good testimony of teamwork and it's you know really inspiring to hear about this great having you guys thank you so much for being a part of this i hope you you know continue uh, your initiative and i hope it blossoms and you know you help out more people and what i really want to see kolkata and covid bed go on or uh, help with, uh, help out people you know not just uh, with leads maybe with fundraisers and stuff really looking forward to how you guys you know convert after uh, the pandemic ends which hopefully will be very soon thank you so much thank really you glad so much.
it was lovely yeah thanks for the opportunity so that was the kolkata anti covid belt for you thank you for listening and until next time stay safe